Hello, good morning, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. This is your host, Tony with an I, and our topic for today is let your actions outweigh your words. Now, as always, before we jump into the word, we are going to start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this day, we just want to acknowledge how great you are. We want to thank you, Father God, for your presence, for your love, for your peace, and for your guidance. We want to thank you for new mercies that have been extended to us this day. We ask you now, O God, for forgiveness of our sins as we continue to forgive those who have sinned against us. We love you. We work worship you. We ask you to have your way in this podcast today. In Jesus name. Amen. So guys, once again, thank you for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. And our topic is let your actions outweigh your words. Now, first of all, before we get into the word today, I just want to backtrack a little bit. So for the past two weeks, our topics have been on forgiveness and and repentance. If you have yet to listen to those two podcasts, I would encourage you to go ahead, take some time and listen to the podcast. And even if you do not listen, I start off today's podcast by recommending that you do those two things. Work on forgiving those who have sinned or erred against you And of course, most importantly, recognize the significance of repentance, but don't just recognize it. I need you to spend some time today and for the rest of your life, falling on your knees before your heavenly father, humbly asking him for forgiveness and repenting of your sins. So our first point for today is be his hands and feet. And our scripture will come from Matthew 25. We're going to read from 31 to verse 40. And I am reading in the amplified version of the Bible. And it reads, But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and majesty and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him for judgment, and he will separate them from one another, as a shepherd separates his sheep from his goats. And he will put the sheep on his right, which is the place of honor, and the goats on his left, the place of rejection. Then the king will say to those on his right, that is, those that are in a place of honor, come, you blessed of my father, you favored of God, appointed to eternal salvation, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. With help and ministering care, I was in prison, and you came to me, ignoring personal danger. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you 
or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer and say to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, to the extent that you did it for one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. So once again, our first point was be his hands and feet. Here we read in the scripture, we see Jesus is actually the person who is speaking here. And he is making it very clear that because we, as the body of Christ, feed the hungry, we give water to those who are thirsty, we clothe those who are naked, we invite a stranger in, or we visit the sick or the people in prison. These are the people who we as human beings consider the least, not because he considers them the least, because that is not God's heart for any one of us. But we have a tendency because we have a roof over our head. We have jobs, we have family, we have friends, we have things that are earthly things. We have so much of those things, so much possessions. And you may not think it is a lot, but compared to the person who has nothing, you have more than you can imagine. Well, Jesus is saying here, because you have these things and they do not, they are lacking. They're considered the least. He is asking of us as the body of Christ, to give to those who are in need from what he has so graciously blessed us with. Now, when I was a child growing up in Jamaica, this was something that I always saw my grandmother doing. And I want to encourage anybody hearing the sound of my voice today. The things that you do for your children to see. The things that you do for your grandchildren to see. The things that you do for your friends' children to see. The things that you do for a stranger child to see. I need you to understand you make an impact in the next generation because that is exactly what they are. I grew up always seeing my grandmother get dressed and she would leave the house for hours on end. And I was clueless as to where she was going half of the time, but she really was never home. And I would wonder to myself, where does this woman find the time to wake up every day and go? Where could she possibly be going? And I remember one day talking to her and her explaining to me that when she leaves the house so early in the morning and she is gone for hours on end, she actually goes to the hospital. We were from um, St. Anne. And so the hospital there was St. Anne's Bay Hospital. And my grandmother would leave the house early in the morning and be gone for hours on end. She would literally leave the house, go to the hospital, not to visit a friend, not to visit a family member, but to visit complete strangers who were sick and in the hospital. And she would pray with these people. Now, 
I've never visited the hospital here in the United States just to visit because you need a tag. You need to have the name of the person, the room you're visiting. Unless you're a priest or a chaplain, they probably aren't just letting you into the hospital to go and pray. But in Jamaica, it's a whole different story. There is no checking of ID. There is none of that kind of stuff, especially when I was a child growing up. I can't speak for today. So my grandmother had the ability to just go into the hospital and pray for the sick, talk to people about salvation, help other people recognize the love of Christ through her kind gestures. And I recognize that I remember seeing that as a child and it has impacted my life in so many ways because I think it is through those little acts of kindness that I have learned how to give kindly and graciously to complete strangers. Let your actions speak louder than your words. Do not be the person who talks about giving to the hungry or the homeless or the one that is sick or in need. And all you do is talk about it, but then you do absolutely nothing about that. Be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ Act for those who are in need, those who cannot do for themselves. Remember, you have been blessed and you are highly favored. And even from what you consider your little, it is much to someone else. And so I challenge you this day to be the person who feeds someone that is hungry, the person who gives water or something to drink to the one who is thirsty. And by thirst, I'm not just referring to to a physical thirst, but someone who may be thirsty for the word, use your mouth to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Also, visit those that are in prison. Now, I don't know how prison works here in the U.S. either, okay? So let me just tell you that. But there is a ministry in a church somewhere, I am 150% sure, that will allow you to do a prison ministry. There is a ministry somewhere that does visitations for the sick, that prays fervently for someone who needs healing. This is what we are called to do as the body of Christ. Do not just sit and talk about the things that we should do, but become active in doing these things. Let your actions speak louder than your words. Now we continue Matthew 25 and it says, for those who do not do the master's will, I want you to understand the message is also clear. Then he will say to those on his left, leave me, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels, which are the demons. For I was hungry, you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me with help and ministering care. Guys, we are going through... I feel like God is literally just like aligning this podcast with exactly what he is needing us to do in this season, but he is going in steps. So first we dealt with repentance. Once again, significant that you spend 
time repenting. Then he dealt with forgiveness. Forgiveness is important because forgiveness and love are tied to each other. Repentance and salvation are tied to each other. We cannot say we have the love of Jesus Christ or the love of Yahweh, our heavenly father, and we do not love others. A part of loving each other requires us not just to receive forgiveness, but to give forgiveness to others as well. Now he is asking us as the body of Christ, as his people, not just to forgive, but to give generously to those who are in need. Our second point for today is act in obedience to the word of God. But in order as always, I've said this before, to act in obedience, we must first know what he is asking of us. Matthew 7 verse 18 to 23 reads, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Now, he is talking about false prophets in this scripture, the way in which they live their lives, the way in which they act, the way in which they speak, the way in which they embody Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. That is how we know if they are truly prophets from the almighty God, or are they just someone who is speaking because they can speak once again, are their actions speaking louder than their words or for the false prophet, are their words speaking louder than their actions? Because a lot of these people will come out and tell you what you ought to do and they do not do it. Also, this is for another time. We have to dig into false prophets because we're in a day and age where that is rampant all around us. So please be mindful once again, a false prophet, according to the word of God, by the fruit that they bear. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? And then I will declare to them publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. So here we are seeing once again that we need to act in obedience to the word of God. He is telling us to bear good fruit. And yes, I know this is speaking of the prophets, but this is also a word for you as the body of Christ. Your fruit ought to be a representation of who you are as children of the most high God. You cannot be saying one thing and doing something else. You cannot expect that you will plant a tree and from that tree, you plant grapes and you receive apples. No, that is 
impossible if you are appointed and anointed by the Lord God for this time, this season, you have to ensure that your gifts that he has given to you and your talents are used to glorify and to honor your father who art in heaven. And also we just read that he's asking of us once again, to give to the ones that are in need. Now, guys, I understand sometimes you may not know a person, like one individual person who may be in need of something or who may be considered the poor, the least of these. But once again, I assure you, if you live near, you don't even need to live near a church. You just need to find a church. And if they truly are a believing group of people that are representing Jesus Christ, there are ministries upon ministries that should be available for you to give back. We find the time to do a million and 50 different things that have absolutely no gain for our souls. Take some time out. Bring your children with you if you are a parent. Bring your grandkids, your your God kids, whoever you are. I don't have children, but I have God children and I have friends who have children. Be a good influence to those that are around you that the next generation may continue the work of our Heavenly Father. Bring them with you to minister to those who need to hear the good news of the gospel. Bring them with you to feed those who are hungry and to give water to those who are thirsty. Bring your children with you so they can see you praying. Be an example to them of the men and women that they should be as sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Let your fruit show who you are. Now, we continue to go further in that scripture. Actually, we're going to skip over to James 1 and verse 27. It reads, Pure and unblemished religion, as it is expressed in outward acts in the sight of our God and Father, is this, to visit and look after the fatherless and the widows in their distress and to keep oneself uncontaminated by the secular world. Once again, pure and unblemished religion. That is, as it is expressed in outward acts, in the sight of our God and our Father, is that we visit and look after the fatherless, that is the orphan, and the widows in their distress, and to keep oneself uncontaminated by the secular world. You have to remember, you are not to be like the world. You are in this world, but it does not mean that you cannot stand out from what is popular. And let me tell you something. So many of us are caught up in social media. We are caught up in what the rest of the world is doing. We do just about any and everything to fit in. And according to the word of God that we just read here, we are to be uncontaminated by the secular world. That involves the music of the secular world. That involves the dress code of the secular world. 
that involves the belief of the secular world because we are in a time where the wrong thing is right and the right thing is wrong do not be afraid or ashamed to stand up for the truth that is the gospel of jesus christ now remember this so many people are not spending their days, their weeks, their months, their years thinking about the fatherless and the widows. That is not the popular thing to do. But once again, that's not the popular thing to do in the secular world. And because we are remaining uncontaminated by the thoughts and the actions of the secular world, we are going to remember what our father has asked of us and we are going to give back to the ones who are in need and that includes the orphans and the widows now our third and last point is give in silence matthew 6 verse 3 to 4 reads but when you give to the poor and you do acts of kindness. Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give in complete secrecy so that your charitable acts will be done in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Once again, yes, I am publicly telling you that you should give to the hungry, you should give to the poor, you should give to the widow and the orphan. However, when you are doing that which you are doing, I just influenced you to bring your children with you, your grandchildren, bring the next generation up in the way that they ought to go, that they will not depart from it. But that is a different thing than walking around and letting the whole world know, oh my God, do you know what I just did today? I just gave a hundred dollars to a homeless man. I just went to visit those that were in prison. And because I did this, do not feel so highly of yourself, my dear. Remember that you are doing this for your heavenly father. And the word of God tells us that when we do these charitable acts in secret our father who sees what is done for he sees all things he will reward you the only reward you receive when you walk around and talk about all the good you've done is that the praise that you will receive from men but we are not doing things for the honor and for the praise of other men we are doing this for the honor for the glory of our heavenly father and he who sees what we do in secret will reward us so once again guys the word for today is let your actions outweigh your words. Do not just speak what the word of God has said, but be doers of the word as well. Remember the least of these when you are giving. Don't just give to those who have given to you. And yes, it is important for you to pay your tithes and offerings. That is a completely different topic, but somebody might hear me and take this way off track. I need you to understand this is outside of that this is just offering a kind gesture doing a good deed remembering that jesus is telling us when we give to the least of these we have given to him 
Heavenly Father, as we come before you in this moment, we want to thank you. We want to thank you, Father God, for all that you have given to us. Roof over our head, Father God. We want to thank you for food on our table, shoes on our feet, Father God, for clothing us in our right mind, for allowing us to hear your word one more time. Father God, I pray for the person that is hearing the sound of my voice, that you would give them, Father God, even in this moment, the humility to come before you with a truly repentant heart. I ask you to search every part of them, Father God, and as they come before you to repent of their sins, that you would remove every impurity and unrighteousness from their heart, Father God, filling them with your Holy Spirit. I ask you in this moment, Father God, that you continue to forgive them as we forgive the ones who have sinned against us and for the ones suffering Father God, struggling with forgiving someone who has sinned against them, I ask, Father God, that as they repent and you move on their heart, they are moved, Father God, to forgive others. We also ask you this day, Father God, that as your sons and your daughters, you present us with the opportunities to feed those who are hungry and to clothe those who are in need, to give to the orphans and the widows. Help us, Father God, to learn to selflessly love others as you have loved us. We give you the glory, the honor and the praise. It is in the name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Abba, Father, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, thank you once again for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. I hope you get up today and you get busy. You share the word with someone, you give to someone who is in need. And if you need a Bible, please remember to email me at touringwithgod at gmail.com and I would love to send you a Bible. Once again, thank you for joining me and I will see you next week, Tuesday. Bye.